Hey everyone, it's Naomi Sneakers and welcome to the Firecracker Department After Show. We have the best times with this After Show. All the core folks get together and we talk about past podcasts and what kind of stuck with us, what kind of jazzed us, what inspired us. Uh, I've got Emily Churchill in Los Angeles with the Wellness Department, uh, AJ Edmonds, who's right now in Canada, and she does content creation. And we've got Sarah Bowden, who's in Costa Rica right now, because we have a firecracker department in Costa Rica. And uh, she does creative management for the whole of firecracker department. This is fun. We are talking today uh, about Sydney Poitier's discussion with me. Um, I love chatting with her. You'll know Sydney from... Uh, Carter in Canada. She was in Death Proof, the um, Quentin Tarantino movie. She was in uh, Chicago PD, Homecoming. She's just everything. And she's a really sweet, sweet person. What did you love about what she said with my on my discussion with her? Well, first of all, I loved that you were so keen to do a Zumba class. And then she identified it was her daughter that was about to do it. And I was like, I think Naomi <laughs> does Zumba with kids as the next YouTube channel. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to, that'd be a great idea. We'll do a Naomi gets schooled by her kid. Her kid's fantastic. Yeah. 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 I would absolutely love get, getting taught Zumba by Sunny. Emily. Oh, yeah. Sorry, AJ. No, no, no. One of the things I loved hearing from her is that she has such a unique perspective, perspective having grown up in the industry. You know, a lot of the women we talked to were, they grew themselves into it. They found their path sort of away from their family and so hearing her perspective on you know she has all the same fears we all have and all of those frustrations of you know she not a hustler and she just like likes getting good roles but also lives in the unknown it's it's just lovely to hear you know it doesn't matter where you come from the struggle is the same it's like everybody you talk to anybody everybody thinks that their last job is their last job Mm -hmm. ever Emily what resonated for you uh, piggybacking on AJ, the hustle, uh, how you and her were talking about how the hustle never stops. Um, and it was refreshing to hear that she doesn't think she's a good hustler, which I, I mean, I think she is to be where she is. Right. But I feel the same way. I'm like, I, what hustling? I don't know how to do that. Um, so it was just nice to hear someone else be like, I, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but we, we have to keep hustling throughout our lives really <laughs> if we're in this career yeah such a grounded perspective with the whole thing too like yeah. for somebody that as you said ag like grew up with this i just think she's so like i don't know she's just one of the most true people and just so certain with her objectives in life and as a as a human being what do you think sarah yeah well uh, that's what i her whole energy just in your conversation i just felt like she she had no desire to be sort of like sought, you know, fawned after or anything. She, she's very, cause I'm sure given she has the exact same name as her dad, yeah. <laughs> people probably want to suck up to her all the time. She's the daughter of a legend. And she made, she even made a joke about that, which I thought was incredible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love when I told people I was interviewing her and they'd be like, you're interviewing Sydney Poitier. I'm like his daughter and then they went, yeah, because a lot of, it had to take a lot of boxes. Otherwise, now we've got firecracker department that is for women, but also Sydney Poitier. I <laughs> mean, I think there are podcasts that would make that exception. I agree. She is a legend, but, you know, she's just, she embodies such a fascinating, like, I love that she doesn't understand why people would seek fame. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, from anyone else's, from the other side of the field, 
you know, a lot of us look at that as something you work towards and you want to be recognized and you want to be wanted. And yeah, her perspective on just sort of existing and being happy to be an artist was, it was nice to hear. What's your perspective on fame, you folks? What, how do you, how do you feel your, your idea of what fame is has changed since you started your career to where you are now? I feel like I don't need val the validation I thought I needed when I was younger. And I think that's probably the first thing that pulled me into wanting to be in this world. Although I was, I kind of had a, I was modeling first. So I had a different path inward and that wasn't my favorite industry either. Fashion's great. Woo. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't need the validation or I don't, I feel like now I don't need the validation that I was just like, somebody loved me. Right. Yeah. Emily? Uh, yeah, I think I feel the same way. Uh, it, uh, I, I had a, a moment very, very early on in my career. This is very interesting. Um, some, I did a commercial for Honey Nut Cheerios and uh, someone did a five minute video on how I was a reptilian shapeshifter trying to change the world. Um, and I was, I'm not, like most people probably don't know me yet, you know? Um, but I was like, that scared me so much that I was like, I'm good. You know what? I don't even really want my name out there because <laughs> I was so freaked out by that. I was like, oh my Lord. Um, so yeah, I'm with you, Sarah. I'm like, I, I'm good. I don't need That's the kind fame. of a compliment for you. Shapeshifter. <laughs> like I mean, she's I too good to be human. She's too. Yeah. She has to be a reptilian shapeshifter. There's no way that 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 woman is real. I yeah. think that that's loaded with compliments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we spun it. We spun it for you, Ems. I, I love, love it. it. I love it. Thank you. I do think there's a different perspective, though, because we start this in this business as artists, as creators, as somebody who wants to practice their craft. And then suddenly it, the camera gets turned around and you're suddenly like so worried about your appearance. And Sydney seems to me like just somebody that like because I worked with her on Carter and every, I'd watch how she just moved in the in the crew and moved along the set. And she's just like somebody that just embodies co confidence like she has such a confidence about her. Yeah, fame is a, it's an incredible thing to witness. There's a play called Sight Unseen that, and the the playwright is escaping me, but there's an, a really incredible monologue in it. And it's about um, an artist, a visual artist and a painter who thinks he's nothing, but he's gotten all of this fame all over the world. And he comes to realize that it's not about him or about his art. It's about him as the model of, what good art is instead of his art standing on its own. And I, I did that for a class and I remember sitting back and really thinking about it because we don't realize that there's a shift in, in being an artist from an audience perspective. You know, I, I think there are very few artists I can think of that we acknowledge as being super talented and you want to see them in every role. And then artists that are famous for being famous. And we see more and more, like I think about Meryl Streep as someone who like you just want to see her in everything and it, she's famous but it, because she's so good at embodying those characters and then you think you know perhaps about other other individuals in the world that you know for being themselves embodying other characters and the way people look at them I think more than anything um and one thing that Sydney actually said that I think is kind of on that note is when she was working with Tarantino, how he wanted to see a performer perform mm -hmm. instead of see an actor show up as a character. And I think that that's such a curious delineation 
because every actor sort of shows up to embody a character, but do we get the opportunity to truly perform it? Um, I actually did wonder what what you you three thought of like, do you come across a lot of directors that just want you to show up with the role and you know it yeah. and don't ask any questions or? I would say the majority, like I, I, anytime, you know, set gets stopped and the director says like, what do you think your intentions are here? I'm like, what's going on? Intentions <laughs> as in what mark should I intend to stand on? That is the mark. So it's always such a relief to hear from a, uh, from a director that they have any kind of artistic vision because there's time, right? We just don't have enough time on set to be able to have that luxury. Emily, what have you found? Same thing. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've ever been on set where they're like, "What do you think about this?" Or maybe we should try this. You know, they're like, "No, just do what you did. You're fine. Just do it." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, yeah, I, I that would be amazing. I would love to be treated as an actor like that. Well, when <laughs> we know? direct our films, yeah, different, right? Yeah. Well, I love and, how that also. Oh, sorry. Um, how how that gave her the opportunity to shift the perception that she had from from outside like once she took that role with Tarantino then from then on she was not just seen in the bubble she had been seen in previously yeah I thought that yeah. was cool I love yeah. it any final thoughts about this chat I had with Sydney oh, it was great yeah get taught by her daughter go go for I it know. Yeah. I gotta yeah. get honey to teach me a little Zumba yeah. Um, speaking of uh, dancing, what are you dancing around in your lives these days? Ooh. That's a segue, and you know what it is, AJ. Uh, what are you working on? What's your jam these days, Emily? Yeah, I'm doing the uh, meditations on Sundays for the firecracker department and getting my healing empire. Uh, let's heal this shit. <laughs> I know it's scared. I probably it's not an empire yet. It's not even. Maybe I love it. Oh, yeah. oh, e okay. e M capital E-M, like Emily, and then Pyre. Girl, your name's Ooh. in that word. Oh, my gosh, you didn't it. know it. I didn't know it. That's it, Empire. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Go find Emily at Firecracker Wellness and uh, follow what she's doing with the, the wellness department. Uh, what about you there, Sarah? I am with the wellness department and I'm with the script department as well, soaking in all the lovely brain juices of Farah and Farah and uh, Sarah Deacons. Um, sorry, Farah Marani and Sarah Deacons. Um, and with the wellness department, and Emily's been so kind to shout them out, I'm doing a Firecrackers Cares Arm. So we are shouting out a new charity right now every week. Once this whole quarantine world is over. It'll move to every month. But right now we're shouting out a new charity every week so that we can support different initiatives that have come up either because of COVID or because things have gotten worse for some folks during COVID. Um, and right now I will shout out um, my friend Mish is doing some support for Ava's initiative. Um, so they, this is a charity that um, supports at-risk youth in Toronto. Uh, kids age 16 to 24 it's a real sticky situation right now if you can't really respect the social distance barriers during um covid uh with quarantine so they're doing a ton of stuff to help um folks in that age gap out or in that age bracket out um so it's if you go to gamechangersgiveback.com i believe let me just double check dot com gamechangersgiveback.com that will support her company that then she gives all the proceeds to Ava's initiatives. Amazing. Amazing. Thanks, yeah. Sarah. What about you, AJ? 
I am bonding with my mother. Haven't in a long time. Your mom is like the best. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Live with that intellectual level 24-7. Dude, I get it. I get it. Rise, try and rise to that occasion. (laughs) I'd say you're doing pretty good. Working on it. I'm working on it. I do. I'm very lucky. Um, But in terms of what we're doing, my mom and I are building uh, sort of the framework for Firecracker, the production company, and Firecracker, the the world takeover business. So that's consuming a lot of great time on our end. No small feat, AJ and LJ. Uh, All right. And if you want to find out more about what these folks are working on, go to firecrackerdepartment.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. While you're over there, why not subscribe? like review the podcast because you should do stuff like that and uh, drop us a line in any social media at firecracker d-e-p-t let us know that you watched this and that you loved it because i bet you did all right we'll see you next time folks thanks for joining me bye bye